All right. All right. <laughs> Should we start? Yep, let's get this okay. party started. Hi, welcome to Lukewarm Takes. It's like hot takes, but worse. I'm Jack. I'm bored. Um, we have resolved all, all of our problems. Everything Forever. is everything's fixed now. Yeah, did you unpause the little yes, video? Yes, I did. Okay. We have for real solved all our problems. We That's it, guys. Uh this is the end of problems. Yeah. Everyone can go home. Yeah. Even the mother mother song is gone now. Yeah. Unfortunate cuz it was a pretty good song. It was. Um yeah, this is our shorter episode of the month. Yeah, in, ca- um, in case you weren't here for the pre-show where we gave that yes. that recap. We are alternating between long episodes and short episodes, and this is the one where we're just going to go through some news and what we've been up to in our own little world. But first, I'm going to thank some people who've been giving us money lately. It's time to shill. It's time to shill. Um, it's time to suck up to our, our lovely friends who give us money. So... Thank you to Samantha Shea, Jonathan Homard, Alti, Morgan Patterson, Theo Hendry, Jace Pastris, Ollie Science, Juno, Jana Loney, Dylan Beauchamp, Aaron Subbo, Iris Newlin, Connor Fox, Saffron, and Adrian Frisbee. If you want your name read on this list, uh, if you want Discord access... If you want uh, early and extended episodes for everything we make, sorry, early and or extended episodes for everything we make, you won't get a double-length Nemesine episode if you give us money. Um, But we do have a Patreon. It'll be linked below, along with many other things that might suit your fancy. Uh, Yeah. That's basically That's my my shilling. How have you been, Stanford? Uh, I've been great. Uh, Today nearly made my therapist cry. I heard. Yeah. Not the therapist crying. You have told me about this. Yeah. Yes. Because it was a wild experience. That's I broke so a fun. woman. <laughs> <laughs> so Ford broke a woman. Um, I don't know what I did today. I watched a lot of Succession. Because mm-hmm. um, I do very little else in my free time. Yeah. I took a nap and I watched Succession. Those are the two Jack activities. Wow. The Jacktivities, if the you Jack-tivities, will. The Jacktivities, if you will. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I also redecorated my part, this other side of the room, because... Yes. there's a Twilight Zone poster. Yeah, and there's... There's a Nemesine poster. That I had to print out myself. Yes. It, because, uh, well, we had to get a bigger file to put on Redbubble. Yes. Uh, yeah. The red, red ration bar posters will be up on Redbubble. Uh, so soon. So yeah, I moved all that stuff. I put a sheet on the bed. Yeah, and a plush, a plush yellow blanket. Yeah. Basically, it looks more livable over here now. It does. It doesn't look yeah, so we've hostile. had a bare half of the room. Now when we um, drag a TV and HDMI cable in here for our little festivities, by which I mean Twin Peaks and Disco Elysium, yeah. uh, it'll be cozier. Yeah, it won't look so hostile on one side yeah. of the room. Ford's room um, is really like the treehouse of, of the suite. Um, it is where we all gather to exchange little secrets. Yeah, and do little activities. Yes. Like Disco Elysium and Twin Peaks because we're pretentious. Yes. I, uh, have been watching people play Disco Elysium. Yeah. And making decisions for those people. Yeah. By people, I do mean John. Yeah. Um, but I've been loving it. It's so 
good. I knew it's. I was the like, dialogue is beautiful to read. Yeah, I was like, I I desperately need to somehow trick Jack into into <laughs> at least watching or playing this game because like it was, it's right in your wheelhouse of like yeah. li- of like dialogue that's so like experimental and like yeah, it's very cool. Um, at no point do I really know what's going on or what we're supposed to be doing, but it's it's nice to listen to. Well, right now the main goal is we're trying to solve a murder. Yeah, and we're in like the first like couple hours. To be fair, it's li- listen. I just think that half the tasks that we are given um, do not actually need to be accomplished. No, they don't. It's more just about like it's kind of an open world situation. Okay, but the main goal is solving this murder. I see. Um, also, for those of you not on the Discord, uh, sometime in the future, um, there will start being more regular streams, um, because I'm going to become a gamer. <laughs> yeah, and probably very soon, Homestep streams. Yes, if we get four more patrons, Ford's gonna read Homestuck. And if we do it before the end of February, I will buy Dave Strider cosplay. Yeah. I will do it in Dave Strider cosplay, and I'll hate every goddamn second of it. I'll get troll horns. <laughs> I'll get troll horns in an astrology t-shirt. Thanks. In solidarity. In I sol- might not get the astrology t-shirt, but I will get horns. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Uh, it's looking very plausible that, that that's what's gonna be my... be my next month. Yeah. At least three people have joined the Patreon solely for the goal <laughs> of, my, of human suffering. Yeah. And I love it. Keep up the good work, gang. <laughs> yeah. right. And don't get me wrong, I've encouraged it. I just, like, because here's the thing. To quote Brennan Lee Mulligan, there is no corner of my heart I won't turn over for $5. <laughs> that is true. I will do a lot of things. To get people paid. We are sellouts, but am... you love it. Yeah. We're sellouts, but you eat that You eat that up, don't you? Yeah. We're sellouts, but not in the way that you think. Yeah. We're sellouts because we're not- We're sellouts because we're selling our sense- our souls for Homestuck. Yeah. Alright, do we want to get to the news? Yeah, let's get to the important okay. shit. The first one, um, we talked about this a lot in the pre-show. Not this specific piece of news, but uh, Euphoria got renewed for season three. Yes. Um, good for her. We love to see it. I, um, I'm very excited because I really want to see what they do visually with season three. I still don't know a damn thing about Euphoria. I am really not caught up. I heard about that monologue that Nate's dad gets and how he gets to come out yeah. and then have a little redemption moment. Um, and I'm like, do I really want to watch that? No. I also heard that Zendaya gave an Emmy-winning performance last night. Yeah, I have heard that as well. Um, Those are the things. And I'm like, good for her. Yeah. Because Zendaya's a really good actress and she deserves it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not really anything else to say about that besides woohoo season three. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, Emmy worthy, uh, Oscar noms came out today. Um, maybe yesterday. It was it was late yesterday, early yeah. today. Yeah. Oscar noms came out quite recently. Um, it will be a couple days ago when you're listening to this. Um, but some of the some of the things that I wanted to highlight are Don't Look Up, Dune, and Nightmare Alley all got Best Picture noms. Dune got nominated for 10 Oscars, I believe. Yeah, which is crazy for a franchise film. Yes, yeah. Um, like, I don't want to look over that, the fact that Dune is yeah. a franchise film. It's a franchise film. 
Uh, but it is also, like, kind of the first of its franchise. Yes, exactly. Um, and, like, it is really a stunning movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm not trying to discredit it. I yeah. just think that it's also a very interesting development. Yeah, it is. Um, it's very cool. Uh, Denis Villeneuve did a great job. I, he's not nominated for director, but he is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, um, which... We, lo- we love to see a space opera winning. Yes. Um, it's not my favorite genre, but I support her so wholeheartedly from yeah. the sidelines. I love, it's like, I love to see her winning. Good for her. Yeah. But also, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Don't look up. Um, also, I've heard nothing but good things about. I... Um, I'm probably going to watch it sometime this weekend. Yes. I will watch it, but only on my own, because, uh... Every single thing I've heard about it is that it's caused people to argue violently. And I don't have the mental capacity <laughs> to argue about a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. <laughs> That's yeah. my personal review. I really want to see I really want to see uh, Timothy Chalamet play a little non-binary twink. Um, that looks fun. Also, the concept of it just seems very cool. Um, especially, especially in this political climate, uh, political and environmental climate, honestly. Um, my favorite part is the part where Leonardo DiCaprio said everyone should learn from Don't Look Up and then got on his private jet. Yeah. (laughs) I love, I love social commentary. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. What's going on with that man? Uh, and the Nightmare Alley is, of course, Del Toro. I'm going to watch that movie. Like as Carnival movie. I'm going to watch that movie as soon as possible, because if I don't see it, I'm going to become evil. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not even joking. If I don't get to see Nightmare Alley by Guillermo del Toro, I'm going to become the Joker. Yeah. It it looks so good. I love a good carny. Guillermo um, del Toro is one of those people that can put out anything, and I'll be like, Is Doug Jones in it? Almost certainly. I'm going to find Doug out Doug Jones right is like now. his guy. Yeah. His bestie. His okay. boy best friend. His rotten cheese. His good time. His rotten soldier. His good time boy. No. It doesn't seem like it. Wow. Yeah. There's no Doug Jones. Wow. So, come see this Doug Jones free Del Toro movie. If if you have a Doug Jones specific phobia. <laughs> if, you, if you... Hate Doug Jones, you'll love this movie. Finally, a Del Toro <laughs> not film. in it. A Del Toro film for you. Yeah. Um, two other best picture noms I wanted to just briefly touch on are Licorice Pizza and West Side Story. Um, because I did a little bit think we were better than this. I understand that Licorice Pizza is everyone's uh little little baby. It's um Blorbo from modern cinema for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, the the main plotline is between an underage boy and a 30-year-old woman, and there is a lot of anti-Asian racism that, while it's, like, supposed to be not condoned, they really don't do that great of a job of it. Did you watch that movie? No, I just heard a lot of reviews about yeah, cause it. Yeah, because I've heard because I just... As soon as I heard that it was between a 25-year-old and a 15-year-old boy, I was like, no, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, that's what I did too. Because I really really wanted to go see it. They were showing it in 70mm at a theater near our school. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch it. And then I couldn't because it started 
the showing started like a few days after I flew home for winter break. Um, and then while I was home, I was like, whoa, well, if it's still showing, obviously I'm going to go see it when I get back. And then a bunch of people were like, hey, I just went to an advanced screen of, uh, screening of Licorice Pizza. Don't go watch it. And I was like, you give some pretty good reasons not to go watch this movie, yeah. actually. Because I was, like, interested in it. I was like, yeah. wow, this is a really, this is, like, clearly a beautiful film, as judging by, like, the poster. And it has yeah. a cool title. Uh you know, interesting stuff. I was, mm-hmm. I was kind of curious. Yeah, the title is the record store. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like it's very interesting. It has like a compel, like there's, a, like it looked compelling having mm-hmm. no context. Yeah, and it also it seemed it seemed very in line with like Juno and Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, which in, is ex- like quirky, offbeat, almost like early two thousands vibe, coming of age stuff. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know if you know this, but I eat that. I eat that up. Yeah, I love Little Miss Sunshine, so I was very yeah. into that idea. But yeah, so I was looking forward to it, and then I got all this barrage of of TikToks from yeah. film TikTok, and everyone was just like, "Hey guys, just a quick warning: don't go see this movie. It's a pedophile movie." Yeah. So, yeah, it. I understand why it is nominated for so much because again, it looks stunning. It's the kind of movie it's it's the kind of movie that checks all the boxes for it's, the academy awards it's an oscar bait film it's an oscar bait film but haven't haven't we moved on didn't like, didn't the academy just restructure their entire nomination process so that things like this wouldn't keep happening same thing with west side story like, yeah i truly think it's so interesting the way because it really is just a it is a film review of perform a performative allyship where it's like they say they're like we'll be better by 2022 and then they're like mm. and then it's like well licorice pizza got nominated for like five awards or something like that yeah and it's really interesting and it's just like it's even if it didn't have those things like let's pretend for a second that it didn't have either of those things and it was still the film we wanted it to be you still look at it and you're like, this is the same aggressively white film we would have gotten in 2005. Yeah. And like, for, and then you add all the other stuff on top of it and it's like, there had to be better films out there with a similar aesthetic released in this year. Yeah. So, and pretty sure there were, in fact. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of at a point where like, especially independent film is kind of working up to the place that it was before the pandemic. Um, and the people who are able to get the funding to, like, catch up to 2019 indie film are the people who are making movies like Licorice Pizza. Precisely. Um, And so I think, I think that the changes that the Oscars are trying to make are good. I don't think it's ever going to work because... They've never they've never even claimed to be like an inclusive. No, they don't. Thing. Even- they just are like these are the best movies, and it's like okay, they're the best movies they- if you are the specific group of people that votes and nominates for the yeah. Oscars. Um, like they're the best movie to you, and they're the best money, and they're the best movie to your wallet. Yeah, I think I've said this on this show before, but like the the moment that I realized that Oscar bait was a genre of movie. I feel like changed me so much for the better. Yeah. <laughs> like the moment you start, cause like I love awards shows. I like the glitz and glamour and I like watching <laughs> Blorbo from my Hollywood uh, get a little trophy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but 
I, I used to be very much like, ah, yes, the Oscars are where they pick the best movies. And now I'm like, no, the Oscars are where they pick the movies that are most suited to win Oscars. Exactly. Um, and it it is a little bit disheartening that Licorice Pizza and West Side Story, with all of their um, racism and Ansel Elgort. Elgortness, um, are still the kind of movies that are poised to win Oscars, but yeah. Andrew Garfield is nominated for his performance in Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, not not two weeks ago on this show, I was just saying, God, I hope Andrew Garfield gets yeah. gets nominated. Also, I, I just think ran- he's going to win, too. Like, tracking back for a second. I just randomly remembered this. Hmm. So in West Side Story, the song uh, America, yeah. uh, there's a line... Uh, that they added in there where it's like your kids get fat in America. Oh yeah, but it was before the obesity epidemic was like a thing people talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they added that line in there, uh, even though that wasn't in the original song. <laughs> yeah, they were like, how can we modernize this? Ah, fatphobia. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I just remembered that. I was like, why did they do that? <laughs> it was yeah. really random. Yeah. Um, one last thing about the Oscars, and then I promise we'll move on. Um, I don't actually have that many things after the Oscars, but it's a big thing in the world of film, and I like them, so I'm allowed. Um, one of the- I've been referencing, like, oh, the Oscars are gonna make these changes. In 2020, um, after people were like, hey, remember Oscars So White a couple years ago? Also, uh, why were there no women nominated for director? Mm -hmm. The Oscars were like, okay, fine, and they've changed- a lot of um, the requirements for categories, I think that there are like gender criteria that certain categories have to meet or will have to meet in the future mm -hmm. um, so that you don't have a thing where no women directors are nominated ever. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the big things that they did was expand the number of films that are nominated for best picture per year. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that was to combat the Oscar bait thing um, and mm -hmm. make room for more like blockbuster style movies and more like probably not more like experimental like cutting edge movies it's probably just the blockbuster thing um but it's to like give movies that wouldn't typically be nominated for best picture a chance to have that yeah um and because the motion pic the best motion picture category got expanded um, everyone was like, ah, perfect just in time for spider-man yeah and what happened <laughs> Disney got nothing yeah suck it let's go yeah. people were like people were like oh all of the marvel movies are gonna get nominated like a bunch of disney movies are gonna get nominated no 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 you're still not good enough you still won't get that kiss from the academy awards eat shit nerds yeah um that was for me because i uh as fun as no way home was I want them to get nothing. They were nominated for one VFX award, which always happens with the latest Marvel movie, and they have not won as of yet. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, they haven't. And they shouldn't. Yeah. I, um, the way that I need them to never win anything, because <laughs> I have such an investment yeah. in them never winning anything, because... I have such a grudge against those little Marvel guys. They're they always get so worked up on Twitter. And you like, and you and Martin Scorsese have a lot in common. No, mine is mine is funnier though because Martin Scorsese is like, uh, the art of it. I'm like, yeah, 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 the art. But oh, those guys, they get so worked up about it. They're like, why don't my guys? Why don't why doesn't Kevin Feige get a award? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're a baby. You're a child. 
watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Watch a real movie. Like, you don't... Do you go to the movie theater and expect to always see Blorbo from your superhero? Like, what? Literally, yes. Like, there... There are other things in the world. You and Scorsese have a lot in common. Yeah, there are other things in the world. I think people are allowed to enjoy Marvel, but, like, I feel like we, uh, people, certain people have become so deluded yeah. that they could, that they truly believe in their heart of hearts that No Way Home, a film about three Spider-Men together in the same room, is best picture worthy. Is best picture worthy. It's like, is it maybe the best Marvel movie? Probably. I don't think so. Like, um, because I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, but it's like... Even then, yeah, Marvel's best still couldn't toe-to-toe with, like, A24's worst. Or, like, Spider-Verse. Yeah. Or, like, even other big franchise movies. Yeah. Like, if you told me to pick between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man No Way Home for a film to watch for the rest of time forever. Any Anyone with sense is going to pick Spider-Verse. Yes! Anyone! And that's why I think, that's why I'm like, they should never win anything, because, like, like, I'm not saying that there's, like, an ideal of, like, what's best and what's worst. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't, a um, like, some movies are better than others. It's some movies are worse than others. It's some movies are worse than others, and also, we shouldn't be awarding things for making a lot of money. Yeah. We shouldn't be awarding movies because they... they because they're the most marketable. Yeah. I'm not gonna give Tom Holland a Best Actor uh, nomination just because he was real good at being marketable. Yeah. Like, it just simply... De- I'd give Tom Holland a Best Actor nomination because I'd like him. <laughs> it just simply defeats the point. And, like, the Oscars are kind of silly to begin with, but, like... And there's not really a lot to preserve, but, like, in terms of, like, the few things we can and, yeah. like, what makes a good film... One of them should be about the artistic value and not, what made the most money this year? Yeah. Because right. you can just go to the Wikipedia chart for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, moving away from the Oscars um, to some fun little things. Uh, Jordan Peele is making a new movie. It's called Nope. Uh, it releases July 22nd. Um, and the first like stills from it have been released. He released a trailer last year that was just like a cloud. Um, yeah. And it was like, spooky, spooky clout. And these stills are just, uh, the three main actors just, like, looking off camera, looking very unsettled. Yeah, I haven't seen One of them yet. is in a cowboy hat. I'll pull them up for you. Yeah. No, I'm actually very excited, because from what I've seen, because basically how it went is that, like, you had this cloud, right? But then it slowly began to zoom out mm-hmm. a little more, and we can see that it looks like there's a carnival happening down there. Yeah. Which is... Ooh, Mr. Peel looked right into my brain and saw exactly what I want. And it also includes Steven Yoon in a cowboy hat. Yes, it is Steven Yoon in a cowboy hat, uh, looking at the sky unsettled. Um, yeah, no, he looked straight into my brain and he was like, uh, I know what Four Blue wants. And it's Steven Yoon in a cowboy hat and horror movie at a carnival. Yeah, and here's Daniel Kaluuya, uh, looking uh, off screen, looking very unsettled. That man deserves a best actor, nom. Yeah. It looks really good. Of course um, it does. 
I really hope that it is reminiscent of the glow cloud from Night Vale. Please, God, that'd be so I funny. I think it would be excellent um, if Jordan Peele outed himself as a Night Vale listener by making this movie about a mysterious cloud that starts, like, raining meat or something. Yeah. No, I already think it's going to be very interesting because, like, like I said, the first poster was just this cloud and it's yeah. kind of slowly been, like, zooming out more and yeah. more. And the official trailer is coming out quite soon. I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so far from what we've seen, it's this cloud and the cloud had, like, a little, like, the 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 flag thingy, the flag banner hanging from it oh, at, like, carnivals. Yes, and then I below see. it, it had, like, this carnival circus situation on the ground. That's so, so cool. I'm very interested to see how those are correlated, and mm-hmm. my theory so far is that Steven Yeun is running the carnival, which is why he's wearing the little tacky outfit. And... Yeah, it seems like he is playing a big role in the carnival, because he also, in that still, is wearing a little microphone, um, he's, like, dressed up, he's got a cowboy hat, yeah. he's in, he's in some kind of, it looks like a bull riding Yeah, basically, ring. Steven Yeun is dressed the way I want to dress every day of my goddamn life. Yes. God, I wish I were him. I know this about you. I wish I were him. <laughs> um, okay, and then my last piece of news I included because it is just, just so... <laughs> it's really chaotic. strange to me. Um, okay, so Steven Spielberg is making this movie um, about his childhood in Arizona. Of course. Um, he co-wrote this movie with Tony Kushner. Esteemed Wild. playwright Tony Kushner. I don't know. I haven't heard about him since the Angels in America revival. So I don't know if he's, like, been doing screenwriting work. But he's, like, a well-established playwright. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a Steven Spielberg autobiopic with with my friend Steve. Um, and the cast has recently been announced. And there's Paul Dano and a couple of other actors. And David Lynch. David Lynch is in also the cast. there. Yeah. David Lynch is acting in Steven Spielberg's movie about his own life. Um, theoretically, this means that David Lynch could be playing, like, Steven Spielberg's father or something. Which is which a is lot. so funny to me. Isn't that man, like, 70? David Lynch? Yeah. David Lynch is too old to be playing his father. David Lynch age. David Lynch age. He's 76. Yeah. Wow. He's younger than Alan Alda. Who lived to 105. Yeah, he will. He he He's God of a contract. He said it on John Mulaney and Nick Kroll's Broadway show. Yeah, this is just like, this movie is such a weird amalgamation of like, not, it's not nepotism. Because nepotism is when you're like bringing your family members in or like Uh, people outside the industry in because of their connection. It's just like such a weird group of people to be in put together in the roles that they're in in this project it really is the peak of i know a guy you know a guy let's put him together yeah that's what it is it's like and it's not even networking yeah i don't i don't even know what to call it like i guess collaboration but like collaboration does not seem weird enough (laughs) for what this is it feels unnatural this feels like like, An onion article. Yeah, it really does have the uh, the energy. It like it's truly the peak of like Hollywood inner circle manipulation, where it's like yeah, where it's like ah, 
Steve, you want to do like a biopic about your life, right? Well, I know Tony Kushner. We could get Tony Kushner on this. Yeah. And so Tony Kushner gets on this because Tony Kushner is like, I could use the work. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then Steve, Steve over here is like, uh, you know who I want? I think, da- I think David Lynch is like off texting his, texting the, um, old Hollywood director group chat being like, guys, I've been thinking about trying out acting. Yeah. I don't know if he's acted before, but he's like, guys, I've been thinking about acting in movies. Who wants to cast me? And Steven Spielberg is just like the first one who responded Yeah. in the group chat. And then he like was... a few minutes later, Quentin Tarantino was like, oh, God damn it. Steve got to it first. Steve and David Lynch is like, maybe after this project, baby. And then maybe after this project, Quentin Tarantino and David Lynch met up in an alley to make sweet love. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad we were on the same page, which was that those two fuck. Yeah, and then and then while they were making sweet love, Steven Spielberg texted the group chat again and was like, hey, does anyone have some cocaine I can borrow? Oh, and by the way, if any of them sue us for saying this, uh, that means it's true. Yeah. That means if David Lynch, Quentin Tarantino, or Stephen Spielberg sue us, that means it's true in David Tarantino and uh, David Tarantino. David Tarantino. David- that's what that's what his name is going to be when they marry. And yeah. David Lynch takes Quentin Tarantino's last name. Yeah, David Lynch and Quentin Tarantino have in fact been making sweet love in back alleys. They have in catching kitchen, uh, ca- catching kisses in late in the night as they depart ways. They yeah they um go to screenings for films together. And they're like, oh, we're going to sit in the back row together. And someone's like, you always do that. And they're like, oh, it's just, it's the best view of the screen, we think. And they're making out the whole time. Yeah, and they real, and then whenever they part, they're like, we can't be doing this. This is so wrong. And they're like, no, but isn't that what makes it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I think, I think um, Bong Joon-ho and Taika Waititi have the same arrangement. But they're a lot more casual about it. Yeah. Like, their their love isn't a forbidden one. They're just like, we're yeah. bro, you know, we're, yeah, bros, <laughs> we're bros with hoes on the side. Yeah, Bogdan Ho and Taika Waititi are very much like bros that fuck each other. I don't yeah. know how this devolved into <laughs> Hollywood RPF. I think our Hollywood RPF should... Hey guys, drop in the drop in the com- That's that's what this feels like. It feels like someone is in <laughs> yes. the um the Hollywood Broadway fandoms, which the Hollywood fandom doesn't exist, but like it feels like someone is like in these fandoms writing RPF about directors and they're like, I wanna get David Lynch, Steven Spielberg, and Tony Kushner in the same room. How do I do that? Oh, Steven Spielberg will be working on an autobiopic. Yeah. You know, Steven- I if I saw this article on AO3, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know, Steve has always been jealous of of Quentin and David's love, you know? Yeah. He always wanted what they had because, you know, he always has been, like, a part of an unfulfilling relationship, and, you know, a, and it just hasn't felt the same. I really hope that Steven Spielberg isn't, like, famously happily married. <laughs> okay. Or just, like, ruining this man's <laughs> relationship <No>. on air. <laughs> you know, it just it just hasn't been the same since, uh, since Sam Elliott walked out. <laughs> All right, I don't have any more news, <laughs> and um, we don't have anything else planned. Do you not want to go further into detail on the Quentin Tarantino and David Lynch RPF? Okay, okay, hold on. I have to know. Oh, yep, here we go. We're going places. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, is it Enemies to Lovers? They are Enemies to Lovers! This is why they're- Oh lo- my god, Quentin hates David. This is why they're- this is why their love is forbidden, because they can't ruin the rivalry they have for publicity. 
Wait, what movie? Oh, he said it in response to the Twin Peaks movie, which I think a lot of people did say Which is kind of fair. I think think a lot of people... Get on Archive of Our Own. No, I want to (laughs) see... Oh, I thought that was. Okay. I yeah. I there's a video that says Quentin Tarantino versus David Lynch, and I it looks like a fan edit of the two of them yeah. together. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna leave this train of thought behind forever. Okay. Well, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. While you're doing that, um, this has been a lukewarm takes production. Whoa. No, it hasn't. Um, this has been lukewarm takes, which is a brain rot presents production. Uh, which means that. As I said before, we have a Patreon that you can give us money um, to make us uh, talk for like half an hour before the actual episode starts of this show. Um, we're also writing a whole other audio drama called Nemesine. Um, and if four of you join our Patreon, Ford will read Homestuck. I'm having a real- um, If nine of you join our Patreon, we will start a actual play RPG podcast. Um, what else? It also means you can follow us on any social media platform your little heart desires at brainrot underscore presents. That's presents with no ease. Um, and if you're thinking to yourself, Jack, you, uh, I hate your company. Um, that's a little mean, but that's okay. You can follow us, just us, at lukewarmtakesec on Instagram. Um, everything will be linked below. Bad I think news. that's it. Yeah. And is, here- is it not there? No, bad news. There's none. Yeah. Like, that's good news, but also I was really hoping to see something really weird. Yeah. I mean, Archive of Our Own did the service of giving us three pages of Crap Brother slash Crap Brother. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll redo that sometime. I would really rather not (laughs) read... I'd really rather not go through the process of reading a Crap Brother slash Crap Brother Hana Hockey fic out loud again. That was a great night. Um, But again, we are sellouts. We'll do anything. So... We'll do any... We'll, we'll do anything. Yeah, we, I did that for free. We did that shit for That was a night we did for free. Yeah. We sat there and narrated that for like an hour. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Anyway, this has been Lukewarm Takes, and I've been Jack. And I've been Ford. Um, and signing off. Be better than us. Yeah, don't. Don't go on the the Crap Brothers AO3 tag. Don't ask how we got there. And don't join the Navy. Yeah. This is your reminder, the three kids who are in high school that somehow follow Wait, us. wait, wait. What did I say? What did I say? Um, say yes to drugs. Say no to attendance. <laughs> say maybe to any kind of commitment. That's, yeah, we're good. Goodbye. <laughs> you press the stop button. <laughs>